peace and innumerable blessings. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Spirituality and Motherhood podcast, where we reside in that sacred space where spirituality meets motherhood. In this space, we'll explore everything from how earth-based spiritual paths and practices shape motherhood to how having spiritual gifts impacts your experience as a mother. I am Jeanette Jackson, your hostess, the mother of two boys, a psychic, a voodoo, and a tree-talking realist. Thank you so much for being here and pressing play. Thanks for listening. Let's get a cracking. This is a short episode. This is another mini episode. I don't know what's going to happen after this. <laughs> I have things I'm working on, but it's just not. It's just, it's coming. <laughs> Please be patient with me. It's coming. Um, but in this mini episode, I'm going to talk specifically more about how motherhood has given my spiritual path and practice shape and richness. And a quick reminder, if you have questions or a spiritual topic you'd like us to tackle, us being me and the spiritual posse and whoever else happens to be here and their spiritual posse, head on over to spiritualityandmotherhoodpodcast.com to let me know. Alternatively, you can find me over at Twitter at jlancien, J-L-A-N-C-I-E-N 77, again on Twitter, or find me on Instagram at spirituality underscore mothershood underscore pod on Instagram. Thank you to the people who contact me on Instagram and are patient because <laughs> I'm over there. I'm just not very engaged. Lord Jesus. Heal me Jehovah. <laughs> anyway, you could also support this podcast by subscribing, leaving a good review wherever you're listening, or head on over to PayPal me backslash ritual mama and put some money in my pocketbook. That's all right. Yeah. Let's get a crack in. Okay, again on this mini episode, I'm going to talk about how motherhood has enriched my spiritual path and practice. Um, and again, I, I, I claim hoodoo. So if this... I have, you know what, again, like I went through like a very interesting path to get here, but I must say that my practice is very much rooted in ancestral veneration and honoring the earth. So I'm going to talk a lot about my ancestors and a little bit about earth today, but a lot about my ancestors because having kids has connected me to my ancestry and put me solidly on a path of ancestral veneration just with the realization that human life can be really messy and 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 in many ways uh a lot of us are reaping the blessings of our ancestors and getting the rewards of their hard work but we're also putting in the work where maybe they couldn't or they didn't. So my connection to my ancestors since having children has become so much more profound and tangible. And it's brought me to a space where I have so much more compassion and understanding 
for my parents, my grandparents, my ancestry as a whole. <laughs> like I, I'm able, even, even when I, I understand that some of, you know, some of my ancestors, you know, don't like me. They ain't nice to me. They, you know, they don't give a damn. And it's like, but for me, like, it's, it's okay. It's, it feels really weird to say, but it's like, I have so much for more compassion, even for people who did things that were not nice, that were evil. I just have so much more compassion for my ancestry and for, for, for Black people as a whole and for people as a whole, because I understand what my, I don't understand everything, but I think about what my lineage has gone through and knowing that so many of us are battling the same things and dealing with the ramifications of what couldn't be healed or resolved in that lifetime because progress can be mad slow and we're all working at it together. So having children has just brought me so much more compassion and understanding and and context for why the world is the way it is today and 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 I could see so much more clearly than I could as a child even though I think I understood it as a child that society systems are western society is just really destructive anything that seeks to constantly disconnect you from yourself because you're always too busy from the land because you don't really have space or time and you're not in rhythm with the land. And from spirit, that's a problem. That's destructive. Western society very much does that from the time the child comes out and they're pulling the mother to go back to work because you got to eat. Not everybody has the luxury to keep their kids three months. And even then, like, you know, put your kids in the arms of I'm in France. So crush. If you're lucky enough, you know, it, it's just very, it's very much about separation, not about harmony, not about cooperation, not about unity with spirit, with land, with earth. So understanding that in many ways that causes problems, <laughs> separating yourself from your spirit, separating yourself from the land, separating yourself from, from your beloved family and ancestors that's a problem that's destructive and it makes a lot of sense why when I look back at these things and see how that those ways have impacted my people I understand some of the things that have been done much more and I have so much more compassion for it I just do and I look at the way society has failed so many of us and I just have a little more, I have much more compassion because I understand this starts from childhood. And so many of us never, like we always have a chance. I'm never going to say nobody ever has a chance or choices to make things better for themselves and those they love. We always have choices. We always have a chance. But if you're separated from yourself, if you're separated from spirit, if you're separated from the land and you don't even realize it, it makes your chances a little more slim. You just, yeah. 
it also doesn't mean like, you know, just because I have compassion doesn't mean I allow crazy in my life or wallow in it. But it it helps me like, oh, that's not me. That's your crazy. <laughs> I don't have to take that on. I'm not taking that. That's you. And it's it 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 gives me some almost like boundaries and safety. Being like, oh, okay, we're all we're all working through it. This is my piece of the pie. So let me just eat my pie and keep it moving. Having kids allowed me to do that. These children. Second way the children help me <laughs> get clear and define the spiritual path is yeah. It helped me get clear about what I was doing spiritually because. I was doing things that were fun if children were not in the house. Um, Having children in the house meant that it was no longer safe or realistic to engage in some of the spiritual practices that I was engaging in. Because I just would do interesting things that was fun, but I really like dead. I really like dead people. So (laughs) I'd be chilling with the dead. I'd be chilling with dead that were not from my lineage, I'd be just, you know, praying for the dead on the land to be free. I'd be, yeah, escorting the dead on. I would just play with the dead. I just like doing it. But I also recognize (laughs) with children, I have to be careful because not all the dead, not all dead just hanging out on the land is helpful. Not all of them. Mm Mm-mm. So since having children, (laughs) things are, instead of playing with random dead and random spirits who are in different realms, that was another thing I would do. I'd be like in this realm and that realm hopping. And it was fun. But um, now life is on a schedule and I need to not be half in and half out. But since having children, I find that my spiritual practices are much more Along, like along the lineage, they're most, much more aligned with what my ancestors did and do. And um, I'm supported in a different way. When I'm doing things where I'm either time traveling or working with the dead or working with something that's not human, <laughs> my ancestors involved, my honorable ancestors allowed, my highest best good are involved. So it's not just on me to be Feeling things in my body is not on me and a mythical creature. Now, I love mythical creatures. I believe in them and they have supported and fought for me. They have pulled me out of situations that I should not have been in. But um, for me, it's been helpful and nice to have um, ancestors be there too. So, a lot of, not a lot of my protection because I still, there's still, animals doing stuff for me but it's it's been a lot more ancestrally based and aligned and also this sort of not a pressure but a realization that there are gifts on the line there are spiritual gifts on the line to be cultivated and that need to be passed down for the well-being of the children and those that come after them so i best get cultivating what needs to be cultivated for the children. So things have been very much um, more reined in. Less high-flying. Yeah, no more playing with random spirits. It's, yeah. I I don't know if you could tell, but in my voice, I kind of miss it. 
but I'm okay with it because <laughs> we can't be 22 and engaged in foolishness forever. I can't be traveling through realms and just forever. And maybe it'll come back when I'm older and the children are out the house. Anyway, to circle back on this third and final point, the children have supported my spiritual path and practice by helping me see, <laughs> sounds horrible, how messed up I am. <laughs> the thing about it is the children have allowed me a clear understanding of how I ended up as who I am. And it's brought not only context and compassion to soften the blows of like, you know, me looking back and and sitting in the accountability stew, the personal responsibility stew, but also un- help, helping me understand like how supported, supported it. Oh Lord, I haven't done that in a while. How supported I am as I sit in personal responsibility, as I sit in accountability, and also as I have traveled the path that I have traveled because um, my own personal trauma response is a lot of dissociation. So it makes it eat like I'm just, you know, out my body. So if I'm out my body, somebody needs to be guiding the ship. And I realized Quite often in my life, there were a, a team of spirits guiding the ship that consisted of earth spirits, sometimes just getting things out the way. <laughs> it consisted of honorable ancestors being like, Lord Jesus' child, why? And just other energies and entities looking after me um, with my own specific brand of trauma. And as I watch them, meaning the boys, navigate life and see that they are being protected, seeing that they are being looked after, seeing that they are being blessed. It reminds me that I am and I was too. And also, you know, going back to the part of like, you know, accountability and responsibility and kind of also recognizing the which, which the ways I am a dysfunctional parent and I am imperfect. The the path to healing has been very much hoodoo-centric, meaning what has helped me the most is leaning into the practices of hoodoo and root work. I've, look, <laughs> therapy is helpful, but I'm not going to lie and say that it, affixed, it has fixed all my problems. And and I've had a situation where therapy made things worse for me. So what has gotten me through the most is listening to my ancestors. It's listening to the nature spirits. It's um, allowing the nature spirits and my ancestors to guide me around practices that help me work through and heal trauma. Like, for example... I am currently in a white bath. I am currently in a white bath to feed and cleanse my head and help me build a deeper, stronger relationship with my head, the divine within me, so that I can work on letting go of that which is not aligned for my highest, best good and fill that space with with the divine within me. In last night's white bath, I was guided, (laughs) guided, to start working with another bath, start working with rosemary in some different ways to kind of cleanse, especially since Mercury retrograde is coming. That for me 
that for me <laughs> is 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 hoodoo as a little bit of root work because when I'm in certain situations, my ancestors may guide me, but in other ways, the plants guide me. And even though um, I feel like a lot of a lot of spiritual and magical practitioners talk very much about, you know, working the root and using plants to do certain things, but that's not the way I work. I don't work plants. Plants work me. <laughs> Meaning, plants, as an extension of the divine, say to me, you have this problem. You recognize you have this problem, but we can help you through it. So it's a different way of working for me. It's a different way of being. Because I have this feeling or my experience has been in life that, you know, the divine is within everything and constantly always seeking to come out of separation from itself into a higher experience to itself. So it's like it's always seeking itself. Excuse me. So that's my relationship with plants. But I don't feel like I ever would have experienced it without having children because having children makes me want to be a much better person than I would be just on my own because I realize um, my the ways in which I am hurt and broken and working through trauma affects them poorly. And I don't want them to have the same trauma that I do. I already see pieces of it. And there's nothing more motivating to healing than to see um, your son being anxious as you were as a child or your son checking out and dissociating as you were. Your son, other son being bullheaded like you were being bullheaded and being like, ooh, I recognize that and I recognize where that's from. We got to heal this up. This can't stay. So that's the last point. <laughs> the last point is, yeah, the kids have showed me what needs to be healed. And the spiritual path has been very much like, this is how you heal it. And again, therapy has been helpful, but like, you need to make sure you're with the right therapist. Just like you need the right spiritual practitioner, you need the right therapist. Because not all therapists, even if they say they can help you, can actually help you. Because everybody's human. <laughs> Society has fallen apart and we've all been we've all been hurt. We all have trauma. And especially now, we all have things we are working through. We all are chewing our own cud, even therapists, and they deserve our compassion. But yo, that's a story for another day. <laughs> that's it. That's all I am on slate to say. Yep, that's all I'm on slate to say today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have something you would like me and the spiritual team or me and a guest to discuss, get at me, spiritualityandmotherhoodpodcast.com. Jay Lantian, L-A-N-T-I-E-N 77 on Twitter and spirituality underscore motherhood underscore pod on Instagram with the understanding that sometimes I'm not engaged on Instagram. Mm -mm. But I see you and I thank you. Thanks for being here. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Stay blessed. Peace.
Thank you.